I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week, as we've mentioned, we'll be talking about a different part of life, and this week we wanted to talk about money. Now, I don't claim to be an expert on money. In fact, I'll leave that title to the likes of Dave Ramsey, but uh, money is something we all have to deal with. We all have to function in society using money, and it's good to talk openly about it. You know, over the years, as pastors offering couples counseling, many times when there have been arguments taking place in a relationship, we would hold up a dollar sign on a note card and ask if this was what most of their arguments were about, and most of the time they'd say yes, you know, that was it. Whether there's a lack of or an abundance of that's being spent in different ways, you know, money can affect how people act. And that's why many TV shows and movies deal with uh, people stealing, lying, cheating, everything they can to get money. But as we know from the Bible, it's not the money itself that's evil. It's the love of money that causes all of the trouble, isn't it? Growing up in a pastor's home, I learned at a young age how to trust God and not money to make it in life. If we relied on a certain amount of money coming our way, we'd be disappointed if we didn't actually come to uh, receive that or if we uh, actually got it and then spent it so quickly, it's like we never had it. But when we relied on God, we always had all of our needs met at the right time. What I learned about financial survival growing up then continued in my marriage relationship was uh, that uh, with my wife and All of us working together, you know, we were able to follow biblical financial principles. And uh, my wife did that uh, when I met her and actually probably was better at that than I was. And so that helped me uh, stay on track or get on track. Actually, I had strayed away a little bit there while I was living on my own in Nashville. I might have overused some credit cards here or there and uh, wasn't uh, always controlling my spending. But when Emily and I were married, she helped me get back on track and reducing credit card use and watching spending. And, uh, you know, the other side of things then, of course, uh, in my life has been the principle of giving. And that's something that never did cease. I always made sure to do so because I knew uh, the principle that was mentioned in the Bible about that. In fact, many businesses, they do that as well. They, they use that principle of giving. Uh, they give away free product or they give funds to charity functions, that type of thing. And they see and they will tell you that that's one of the keys to their growth is giving back to the community. Uh, The principle can be found, of course, in the Bible there in Luke 638 that says, Give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. This is something that our family practices regularly. We've seen this put into practice and and how it works. Uh, We've seen it in our daily lives, you know, how it uh, can affect your bottom line. And it's just a matter of recognizing the source for our provision. It's not a job. It's not a person. It's God himself. Many times we give even, uh, you know, when things are tied in our, our bank account, Uh, only to get a check in the mail that we didn't expect. You know, something coming uh, sometimes uh, from the music business. You know, a a song had been playing and and, uh, on the radio somewhere in Canada, (laughs) and all of a sudden a check arrives when we didn't expect it. It's uh, it's awesome to to think about that. And it's fun to dream about wealth, I know, sometimes. You know, we've played that game, the what-if game. Uh, For instance, we've thought, well, what if we won $50 million in the lottery? 
well, I guess we'd have to play it first, but uh, then we we break down what all we would do with the funds. And usually we talk about all of the things we would pay off first, uh, maybe some investments we would look into, businesses and things. And then we talk about fixing things around the house, uh, repairing those things, because we love our house. And, and it's something where uh, you know, we feel blessed that we live where we do. But there are things that, of course, need repaired, as in most houses. And then, of course, we think about who all we could bless with that money. How could we bless others? You know, that's one of my favorite videos to see is uh, those that are paying it forward. You know, maybe they kind of hide there at, a, at uh, the cashier area of a store and they reach up and hand money to the cashier for somebody's groceries unexpectedly. And, and that just blesses them so much. And it kind of brings a tear to your eye to see their reaction, knowing that somebody cared enough to pay for their groceries. You know, that's the kind of thing we would love to do. And, and uh, some think that the Bible says being wealthy, though, is not of God because of the verse that talks about it being easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to enter heaven. But uh, out at the old WCVO radio station in Gahanna, that's uh, no longer there, it's been relocated, Gahanna, Ohio. But we learned that the eye of a needle in the Bible was actually uh, a small gate in the wall, in the city wall. And that was just so that they could kind of monitor who was coming through it. Uh, If there were any enemies coming through, they could kind of capture them before uh, they knew what was going on. And so that's what that was. And so uh, even though that would make it difficult for a camel to get through, it is it's not impossible. And, uh, you know, again, it's not the money that's the issue. It's loving the money that can be a problem. And so that's what we need to make sure that we understand. And we have seen that with some wealthy celebrities and and uh, lottery winners and people who, uh, uh, you know, they didn't actually use the, the godly wisdom to manage their money. And then they ended up broke. I think there was an ev- even a commercial about that, about a, a music artist that uh, had all this money. And all of a sudden there he's sitting on the curb, <laughs> lost everything because he didn't plan properly, you know. But I've known several wealthy individuals who were strong Christians and used their, their funds to help others often and they use godly wisdom to manage what they had according to the word of god you know it's just uh, important to make sure that no matter what our financial situation is we have a thankful heart after the lord you know one of the other areas regarding money that we think about often is retirement oh what do we have to look forward to here right proverbs 13 11 says dishonest money dwindles away but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow so it's a good thing to save for retirement Our family has used this principle to actually invest in real estate. And we had a property that was a four-unit long-term rental property up in Mansfield, Ohio. And we learned some tough lessons with that venture. You know, we struggled to keep it full and found out we weren't really cut out to be landlords, uh, you know, trying to manage all the day-to-day issues. And we sold that property and later ended up buying a cabin in the uh, Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg, Tennessee area that we currently own. And uh, this investment's just been a total blessing to us. We learned that using a property manager was a necessity <laughs> as they could help so much while we aren't there. We're in Ohio, they're in Tennessee, and it's uh, doing really well down there and we're so thankful as a a nightly rental property and so uh, we're looking forward to to, you know what's coming forth from there you know we hope to eventually add to that portfolio with more cabins or similar properties to help support us in retirement Um, you know you can plan ahead you can use the wisdom of God to do those things again our focus is not on the money but on the one who supplies all of our needs what's your experience in dealing with money Do you constantly feel like you're struggling and broke, just trying to get through? (laughs) 
Well, try some of these principles we discussed and see how the Lord can bless you in your finances. Find out if, you know, you own money or does the money own you? Remember, you can't serve both God and money. Serve the Lord and he'll open up the door for many, many blessings in your life. You know, don't hesitate to reach out and get some advice from people who you know are doing well financially. That wisdom is what truly is valuable. Proverbs 3, 13, and 14 says, Blessed are those who find wisdom, those who gain understanding, for she is more profitable than silver and yields better returns than gold. Remember that true treasure comes from the Lord. And knowing that is the best way to travel through life's beautiful journey, isn't it? Our podcast, again, is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church, and more information can be found out about the church at gracechapel.us. That's gracechapel.us. And remember that you can also send me an email directly, if you'd like, to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. So won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us. Life's beautiful.